to imagine all life as you know it stopping instantaneously and every molecule in your body exploding at the speed of light. Total Protonic Reversal. Protonic Reversal. Protonic Reversal with Conan Neutron and Josh Davis. Broadcasting from a secret underground lair in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. A gigantic middle finger to everything that is rock about music, rock and roll, and corporate power. The thing is, though, if you don't laugh, you're going to go on a killing spree with sharp and nails. Confidence of a hero or a fool. I wasn't exactly certain which. Could not be more professional. It's That's like a science thing, right? Not sure that it used to be. Oh. Screw you. <laughs> podcast listener 575 and our, our the third review on the on the podcast or whatever because we are here and, oh. and we don't care that's about right. what you think about the theme song from uh, from a year ago for this show that's right uh, you are the one the only protonic reversal hello everybody hello 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 hello, hello. Uh, we, it's as, as, yeah. yeah, as per normal, we're burning all our best stuff before the show starts. So we that's did. Good. We were just blabbering about the, what were we talking about? It's, it was it was brilliant. I know that oh, every, well, every, every oh, moment of it. I remember there was something about Cabaret Voltaire being uh, guided <laughs> by voices backing bands. Yeah, yeah. When, which I, of course I was thinking of Cobra Verde, uh, and I said Cabaret Voltaire for some reason. Which uh, yeah, would see. Not, not going Yeah, I'm, I'm in. I'll tape <laughs> that's, loops that's, and, that's, and clarinet through Echoplex. Yeah, and yeah. Bob Pollard on top of it. Fucking yeah. It's okay. To- totally in. <laughs> <laughs> Cabri Voltaire featuring Rob Pollard. We yeah. could just have that be like a bit uh, where you, you take like a, like an iconic, a genre iconic band, and then you add in a also iconic singer, front person, or other uh, musician to them as as the sort of uh, the foil or, the, or yeah. like the X factor. Okay, them, you know. Okay, yeah. Maybe this actually be replace the show X Factor, which I, <laughs> I presume is terrible and I've never seen. I. It, does it? Is it still on? I, I'm sure it is. I don't I'm sure it's, know. I'm sure it's very popular. I, what do I know for reality shows? I watch Chopped, and that's it. So we would have like, uh, okay, <laughs> so you go extreme examples, like, okay, it's Sleater Kenny, but Ted Nugent's playing lead guitar. <laughs> That'd be cool. You know, yeah, it's, <laughs> they'd hate him, but it would sound. Yeah, awesome. it would. It potentially could work. <laughs> uh, and then you could have something like it's ACDC, but PJ Harvey's singing. Ooh, I'm in. Yeah, oh, that's, that's that's. Oh wow, that's awesome. <laughs> You're breaking my brain with all this good yeah, stuff yeah. here. This, this is oh, this dude. is because and and you know of course some witch probably you could be Metallica playing with Lou Reed. <laughs> <laughs> They're not all winners, folks. Oh boy, I'm just thinking of like uh, it's a uh, it's a uh, it's a minor threat reunion, except instead of uh, Ian McKay, it's Enya. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Enya. Wow, deep cut. That's, get into that's that. uh, yeah. All Why right. <laughs> they could play their more uh, mellow jams, I guess. I don't you know, I don't know. Um Enya. Huh. Yeah, sure, why not? I don't know. Minor threat. Featuring Enya. <laughs> That'd be the best part is you have the same announcer for all of them. Oh, absolutely. ACDC featuring BJ Harvey. <laughs> I feel like, we'll see, that's like we get into records we start, we actually do like, like say the uh, the Just Fred album. Oh, which we like, talk about all the time. Fred, come on the show. You've been booked before. God damn it. Seriously. But yeah, it's Six Figure Satellite, except uh, French Schneider's on lead vocals. Never play in Peoria. Oh. <sighs> 
that's that's wonderful, of course. <laughs> or um, or uh, or the um, uh, Hedwig and the Angry Inch tribute album to Yola Tango with Yoko Ono. <laughs> Didn't they do that? They did. I, do I, that. I, I was going to say yeah. that sounds that sounds plausible, and it was fantastic. Or Fred Fred was with uh, Sleater Kinney on that, and uh, all sorts of fun business. Um, ben Folds, Ben Queller, and uh, that other Ben, Ben Lee. <laughs> the other guy, the ben. Bens, <laughs> the Bens. It was the Bens. Uh, call it, yeah, um, so Bens, Ben hmm, around the Ben. I don't know. We'd have to come up some. <laughs> we're gonna work on that name too. Get ben Gibbard in there. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's not do that. Ben actually, Tench. Let's. Um, uh, uh, I think this bit's starting to wear a little thin. Oh boy! I'm gonna We've go ahead and it. say it. Yeah, it's uh, it's good for a little while. <laughs> it works. Why, why is this not loaded again? I don't know. Man, everything. I'm I'm at war with everything more so than normal. Uh, by the way, Protonic Reversal episode 101, folks. Oh shit! 101. Hey, all right. Hey, coming at you. This is how we uh, break off. This break is how we do it. Wait, that's a uh, no. I was doing um. Oh. What's he doing? I'm just, that's a <laughs> everybody dance now is what I was doing. Oh, was a, th- I see. Those are completely different songs. I, w- I wasn't doing anything. I, I don't know. I'm just I'm, I'm doing me really is what it comes down to. <laughs> Episode 101, uh, stream of conscious. Oh, uh, the on air side oh, has been ignited. Oh, now okay. Now now, now we it's official. Fly right here. Yeah, exactly. The general manager will not be yelling at us now. <laughs> so it's very good. <laughs> you didn't ignite the sign again, Neutron. Uh, You're not the boss of me. Actually, I am. Oh no. I've got uh, two Conans <laughs> to deal with. I, I can't. I can't be doing that. Uh, we have a guest today, as we normally do. Josh, tell us Facts. about it. Why take a drink? Oh my goodness! Our guest today, via the uh, telephonic devices of some kind or another, is Lindsay Charles. Lindsay Charles, who sings for the mighty, mighty, mighty fucking band known as the Cell Phones. One of my favorite bands. Oh actually. my god, they're love, so love fucking. Good. Love them, love them, love them, love them, and uh, they're. I'd say Lindsay is easily one of my favorite singers and front people. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Full stop. Yeah. In she's, sentence. Uh, she's uh, amazing at uh, just grabbing a, a crowd by the just by the the nape of the neck. Just pay the fuck attention. Yeah. Exactly. And, and she's also hilarious. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, we're, we're going to hope that she has some material for us because I burned it all in the first three minutes. No! <laughs> oh, fuck. Hey, uh, fucking hell. Have I mentioned how much how I despise Facebook and, and everything about it? Uh, I think, yes. I think I have, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I believe Fair so. Enough. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just, you don't even have to anymore. It's just, that's, that's the way it is. Much like uh, Jesus and those, uh, the, the pictures with the, the drawings, it's with you always. Oh, is, is, me yeah. is me saying that. With you always. With you always. Fuck Facebook forever. Facebook forever, exactly. <laughs> it's exactly the same it's thing. It's like a pencil drawing. Just uh, somebody angry at a computer. Conan's behind. Just fake Facebook, fuck Facebook forever. Birthday party with Phil and not. Ooh. And Nick Cave with Thin Lizzy. Double. But like classic Thin Lizzy. It's sure. Yeah, Either way is like, a winner. You, you can, you can, there's time travel involved for this. <laughs> Let's just, I mean, we're already straining credulity here. I, mean, oh, I, think, I think it's. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's fair to say that we can we can incorporate some time travel. In all, right. We'll so, all right, so it's uh, John, Paul, George, and Keith Moon. Let's fuck around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can do. Um, uh, let's see. What? Who's a good? Uh, oh, you, uh, uh, Rocky Erickson mm. pre freak out. Okay. Plus, now here's the thing. Ten years ago, what is the Flaming Lips? Yes, they're kind of off my artistic roll call now. They have, yes, they're pretty boring. But, but at that time, but at that time, so we went back to the Flaming Lips of like, eh, let's say post. Um, uh, hit to death 
So want to take it like ninety? Yeah, like maybe a little before 80. Clouds Taste. Meta- like so, the 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 fella from the uh, the other band. Oh, uh, still in it, uh, uh, Ron Ronald. Ronald, yeah, yeah. Ronald's got to be in there. Absolutely, you're right. So that'd, that's, be, that'd be some rip roaring psychedelia. Yeah, that'd be good. I like. And it. that's actually not my favorite era of Flaming Lips, too. But I think no, that would work best, best with the yeah, with, absolutely with the Rocky Erickson. That's a, that's my favorite era, but this is, whatever. <laughs> it's the pop era. It is. Well, it, it, it's... Well, uh, or is now the it, it's, Well, it's ripe. <laughs> well, I guess Transmissions from Satellite Heart has the the, the Jelly song, which yes. is their, their big hit. That's the that's the that's the uh, one hit. But it also is yeah, it is true. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I think the soft bolting is kind of like the beginning of like that next epoch of theirs. That yeah, I I, I still like that era, mm. and then it that kind of ended and they're, they're yeah, kind of fall off. Okay. Good for them. Whatever they're up to now, they're having uh, fun. Uh, pe- people seem to see, people seem to dig it. I don't know. It's all shtick. I think the songs don't get will be boring. Um, hey guys, come on the show. Uh, <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'll say it to your face, I will. Uh, you know, it's it's you know that they do at the point that Well, okay, so that's a good that's a good that's a good uh, another uh, f- uh, discussion topic then. Like when does an artist get to the point that they can just make bad records and you're like, "Ah, it's fine." Oh, like like the, the, like the, the, the Iggy Pop like well, th- yeah, you made Butt Town, <sighs> but also you know you did like Kill City and Search and Destroy. And- Iggy Pop doesn't count because he'll he'll once every like five or six years just fire off an amazing record. I loved Post Pop Depression. I thought that was yeah. uh, that, the only reason that didn't make it in my top ten is because like it was a really good year for records. Yeah, but I put on uh, one of uh, one of the songs. But that's what I'm saying. Like j- just it. when you're finally not expecting it, just yeah. like oh shit. Iggy still knows how to do it, so but that's I, different. But I, I guess I'm not speaking of, uh, specifically of bands that are just off the artistic roll call necessarily, but mm. bands that y- you kind of you give them a pass. Like I mean, you know, I, friends of the show and actual friends, Melvins, they, you know, they, they put up plenty of stuff I don't like. Oh sure, well, that's fine. <laughs> or it's not even they don't like. I'm just like, yeah, that's fine. It's yeah. I mean, there's like maybe one record out of like thirty I actually don't like of theirs, which is a pretty freaking good that's run. Really good. But the thing is, that they they are they are provocateurs. They like experiment. That's too. Tr- exactly. They 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 definitely have already set forth an idea that they're they're not gonna do what you want to do. They're not gonna do the same thing every time. They're gonna do the different thing every time. Actually, and the thing you right. really love the most, like your favorite Melvin's record, it's probably not another one like it. And so, where does one enter? Like, so David Lynch, yeah, you know, Inland Empire, but also like the Straight Story, right? Yeah, you, you know, and, and like, at what point does does a music artist enter that into the realm of imagination, where you're just like, you're just whatever you do, I'm along for the ride, and you know, if, if I don't like it, I'm like, eh, maybe I'll dig the next one. That's interesting. Um, yeah, I haven't given this like um like I've given this zero point zero seconds thought before yeah. I mention it. Just like I say the things as they come out of my mouth. Yeah, I wonder if that uh, would depend more on uh, uh, like a like a towering achievement, like one towering achievement, or whether it'd be like a level of brilliance right. at a, a certain earlier point in their career, and they'd have to. It there's there's definitely a longevity to it because if like you make the second record, like by by the second record, you don't have that kind of status. Right, so I I think this is this is close to another kind of thought exercise. It's not a game. There's no prizes. I mean, <laughs> I was going to say game. Uh, that w- that was if you can name a band that's had five just pretty unfuckably great records and has been without like major lineup shifts. So oh, I sure. said, like you know, like like Fugazi yeah. was one of the examples I used. Like you know, the Beatles, Creedence. Like I mean, Beatles are almost like you got well, leave them out of these games, right? Exactly. But, like, yeah. but like, 
and that was interesting but it's but it's almost like where where does an artist earn the goodwill to <laughs> fuck around <laughs> For lack of a better term, like yeah. David Bowie, yeah. obviously, yeah, oh, fuck it. And there's all kinds of David Bowie. I'm like, you, you'd have to literally pay me money to work, to listen to that. Like, I'm just, I'm just not gonna listen to it. But I fucking love David. Yeah, Bowie. no, that's a very. And I was heartbroken when he died. Yeah, too. that's an interesting thought. Like somebody like, uh, like comes to mind when you said that you know five albums or that uh, and no big uh, memberships. So I thought, thought of Mogwai. Absolutely, and, and you know what? Here's the thing: I don't think of Mogwai that much these days. Well, but yeah, yeah unfuckwithably, absolutely, more than five records. Yeah, and they absolutely, and they have definitely earned uh, to you know the license to kind of do whatever they please. Yeah. I wonder if it's I haven't if seen you them have the forever, juice yeah. to have your own record label or offshoot. Mm. Even if you cho- even if you it. choose not to, yeah. Interesting. So yeah, I mean, I would definitely say like Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, for instance, mm-hmm. right? Like I'm, it's heretical, but I'm not super into the last two records. Like they're fine. It's okay. It's okay. I'm like, eh, yeah. it's fine. <laughs> I hear it's. I hear it's like transcendental live. Okay, cool. But there's like two songs I liked on the record before that, and there's literally not a single one on this one. And like, mm. all praise to him as an artist and to sure. them as a band, yep. and that they're doing what they want to do. But that's cool because guess what? Dig Lazarus Dig was. Fucking incredible, yeah. and to have a band like put out a record that vital and amazing, uh, that late in their career, you know, it's, a, it's that's also a sign of a great artist. And I don't care; I'm still an unabashed Nick Cave the Bad Seeds fan, yeah. even Absolutely. if I don't love the, the last couple records. So where where does that? And so perfect example of, of the other end of it, right? Refused. <laughs> yeah, I think Refused made such a great record that people started giving them way more credit than they deserve. I agree, and I, I like you know Shape of Punk to comes a. a fucking great record it's a land it, it's awesome and it, yeah. it's worthy of all the praise that it gets that said I, I only like about a third of that album and yes okay pretty you know, much nothing else that it's, i've heard it's all right yeah like coming, coming up next week refused by the way hey all right. <laughs> come on down tell me why i only like so many of your records <laughs> yeah, I mean, tell me why uh, I'm wrong. I, and Shape of Punk to come is fucking. I mean, like, just from the first moment of, uh, you know, what, what's the song? It was it New Noise. New Noise, yeah. It's, it's the one with the, with the uh, you, you all know what I'm fucking. It's fucking about. New Noise. Everybody yeah. knows it. You all know. Don't, don't even need to play it. I don't think I even need to play it, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Yeah, just when I was like, I was like, what's going on here? And now we now we think of it like, oh, it sounds like a spy movie or something along those lines. Or like like there's other bands that do it. But the first time I heard this in like. Uh, yeah. And I think I like that. But it's like, oh, it's kind of the guys again. It's kind of uh, Like, oh, well, they did a really good record. Yeah. And they were probably punching at the top of their weight class. And, you know, I'm sure it was, it was great live. Tony Tony tried to talk me out. I wasn't necessarily flash on the reviews, but Tony actually was amazing. Well, I'm sure it was, but as, as artists, like, you want to listen to that when you're in a record? Not me, man. I'm going to listen to Paint Peel. I mean, <laughs> I heard like half of like one of the songs. I'm like, I'm fucking out. And that's fine. You know, they probably don't like my records anyway. That's okay. <laughs> so you don't have to like everything. Everybody's welcome to not like whatever. But like, great moments and like, you know, iconic. Get out scream! Yeah, that's you. Yeah. The problem is that also got close to the yeah. yeah. so, so some people took that influence and they took it Right. And that's terrible. Right. But I feel like reviews kind of got it. That damn fly I told you about is 
keeping me up again. Fuck out of here. There's a fly in the studio. There's a fly in the studio, folks. That's not a run analogy. No, it's a real fucking problem. It's an actual fly. I guess I can see So, Mud Hunter. First per- perfect example, right? Mud Hunter. Oh, it's interesting. Unfuckwithable run. Yeah. But I feel like, yeah, they probably hear a lot of that. And live, I felt the. The one with the. Love you, Chardonnay. And like the. I like it small on that. That yeah. record was really amazing live. Okay. And like on record, I'm like, this is pretty good. <laughs> this is pretty good. Yeah. And I, I liked it way better than the one before that. Uh, but I mean, that's, that's definitely a band. They like, do whatever the fuck they want as far as I'm concerned. They're yeah. fucking mud honey, yeah. dude. Like, they can always bring it live. Yeah. They're always good. And, like, and they like making records. And, like, so they made that one that's, like, like psychedelic. Right. <laughs> Bye. But, like, I feel like, uh... <laughs> Bye, Refuse. <laughs> I, I feel like there's... There's this idea that you have to be, like into the sum totality of what an artist does all the time always to be into it and I, I, I don't know I don't know that's I don't agree with that at all no like, that's, that's nuts I actually have sp- I spent so long in the uh, good old pre-internet era or the pre-download uh, era anyway collecting every Sonic Youth record Every oh, man. fucking note. <laughs> Everything. I'm sorry for your loss. Well, you know. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Leave Ronaldo next week. <laughs> yeah, uh, great example. No, but so, that's, uh, it, yeah, A uh, Thousand Leaves. Yeah. But I like, like cool. two songs on that record. Because you know why? Because there's freaking two great songs on there. The yeah. rest of it's fine. Fucking it's like. Double album of just like. It's the dentist music of noise rock. Pretty much. Old um, crusty fuckers. <laughs> Um, but then again, I'm the one, you know, one in a million that doesn't think Daydream Nation is that great either. But that's a whole different conversation. That's contentious. I know it is. is. <laughs> I know it is. Uh, I'll, I, also, I, I'll, I'll also tell you the Trout Max Replica is not that great. Well, that that I agree with. I uh, prefer. Uh, I'm, I'm a safest milk dude. Yeah, you're early. I'm uh, late. Yeah. Um, for Sonic Youth, I think I like Evil and Sister are both better yeah. than, than Daydream Nation. Absolutely. I like Daydream Nation a lot, but you can pretty much. Um, if you lop off uh, <laughs> two thirds of the the trilogy at the end, oh, I think it's a better record. Those, that's a that's a talk about like wincing over the finish line. <laughs> and we're talking about one of my favorite bands. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. And, yeah. and again, I still will say. Actually, I didn't say that for a while because of reasons. Yeah. Uh, but one, some of my favorite guitar work ever. Like I, I think those two dudes together. Yeah. Are one of my favorite guitar player. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, 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 like the Gestalt Lee Ronaldo Thurston Moore entity is like one of my favorite things ever, yeah. <laughs> uh, and so many amazing records. And even though they like would put out ones, I'm like, I don't, I'm not interested in that. I don't care about that. Yeah. I still said, oh, I love Sonic Youth. Yeah, I still and I still do just as a whole. Yeah, I mean, I can just, listen to him again. It took me like sure <laughs> it took me about a year and a half to be honest. And I don't like I. I know why, but yeah. I don't know why. Like it took that long specifically. I was just like, ah, no. I don't know. Uh, uh, separately, I'm not really sure how I was able to just like immediately like do that uh, separation of person and art. Art and like, artist, and I'm the one fucking constantly talking about yeah. it, right? Like yeah. with the exception of unless someone's like an odious prick, Ted Nugent. Hey, like, uh, hey, Stranglehold's still a jam. <laughs> it is, and you can still exactly you have to, but you have to give it up for Stranglehold. Right? Yeah. But like, I'm usually the first one to be like, well, you know, you shouldn't ascribe all your moral values to an artist uh, to be able to appreciate their art. Blah blah blah. This <sighs> and that, etc. But for me, 
I had a really tough time listening to Sonic Youth for a couple of years. Okay. And then, like, once Kim started kind of seeming like she was, you know, uh, back back up and kicking and doing what she wanted to be doing. Oh, and, yeah. Like, she, she was good. Then it became easier. And I don't know. I don't fucking know Kim Gordon. Mm-hmm. I would love to have her on the show. Hey. Throw that into the Come universe. on down. <laughs> but uh, come on down, Kim. <laughs> well, trash talk your band's lesser works. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> what was that thing where you, you were playing guitar next to a bush and yeah. you, what was that remember that indulgent thing you did oh <laughs> i'm just gonna leave it up to you to decide which one i'm talking about <laughs> but a true artist now, and, and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I think well, so then then there's the uh, we got to get out of this at some point but I know. Uh, th- there is the idea too that like you know for uh, there's this, this mindset that in order to be a really great artist you an artist has to do something that they know is going to irritate the hell out of people or, or, or lose their audience or, or whatever or just not be <sighs> and i don't agree with that no <laughs> it does to be clear that's not my theory but I i've heard it before i don't find a lot of validity in that at all because if you're following your muse and you're making your art the way you want to if it sounds like the most palatable thing to the to your audience so fucking what it's not it, like if you're not doing it specifically if that's just like this is what i want to do this is what i feel and, and hear and want to you know like musically what I want to play and it's just like well it sounds exactly like your most popular record like yep so it goes <laughs> fuck so you want to do about it <laughs> so it goes and so it goes yeah. and so it goes you don't, and so it goes <laughs> you don't have to make metal machine music if you don't want to right nobody's forcing you to do that Lou Reed seriously but thank no you for doing you. it because I love that record so much <laughs> uh, here's uh, something that's not metal machine music this is uh, cell phones Sunshine state of mind, I can feel it in the east. You got something radiating, sapping all my energy. I'm under a block of ice. April has abandoned me, like she does most every year. Average 35 degrees, and you never survive it. I would love to see you try standing on the beach in January.
You're freaking, you're freaking me out. I'm freaking out. Oh, man. Uh, everyone, please welcome uh, Lindsay Charles from the cell phones. Hi, Lindsay. How are you? Hi there. Hey, Tony. What's up? Josh, of course, is, is here with me, my guest host. Josh Hello. Yes! Hi, Debbie. <laughs> I'm doing good. It's so good to hear you guys' voices. That's good to hear you. It's great to have you on the show. I, I, I realize, uh, and it's not why I specifically, I asked you because you're a badass and because I'm eager to talk to you about your art and your voice and all the things we're going to talk about, but I also realized that the 100th episode Aww. was a total sausage fest. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm largely based <laughs> upon the fact that everybody I asked said yes, and I was like, oh, shit. I, I didn't like. I didn't really expect that, um, and but then I was like, I was like, oh, because I actually kind of want to have you and Strout both on as well. And I was like, there's no, there's no time for any of that. But the cool thing is, you get, you get an episode all to yourself. So you get an episode all to yourself now. Yay! It all works out. <laughs> what? Holy crap! I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, we we developed a new bit and everything earlier. It's a it's, it's a very relaxed episode. I was just going to talk about it, what a terrible mood I was in, and then I actually ended up having a lot of fun. So that worked out well. Yeah. Good. And now we're talking to you, and you, you, uh, you guys are driving, right? You're, you're driving. Yep. We are. Ryan is currently driving other cell phone. Um, uh, he's a, he's one of the sausage cell phones, I guess. <laughs> if we're talking about sausage fest. He's a sausaged cell phone. You're right. Um, you prefer the he's term driving. Sausage. He's being <laughs> sausage. He's being a very good driver. Say hi, Ryan. Hello. Hi Ryan. Hugs. Hi Ryan. He said wooga wooga. <laughs> Which is better than ah wooga, I, th- I feel, as, as far as uh, exclamation. Yeah, I agree with that. Cool. Uh, so this is not rock and roll related, right? This is this is the this is a, a pleasure trip, if we may if we may ask. Yep. For uh for some sort of buddy situation. Yep. Yep. It is. It sure is. <laughs> Um, yeah, we're just, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I'm, uh, am I? I don't even I don't know. know. Yeah, I'm going to a, I'm going to a wedding. Um, we're, we're going just, to a wedding. We're being cool about it. I don't know. A, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually yeah. have no idea why I'm being so, so, I don't know. I need to get some drama somehow. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, we're, we're pit, we're pit stopping at the in-laws in Indy, so. And oh. then also, um, my brother, my brother's birthday is on Saturday, so I'm going to go see him and. And, and get crazy drunk with my soon to be twenty two year old brother. Oh my god. Is that is that the brother of the song <laughs> Bro that you have? Yes, 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 he is. That's the one. And what's funny is, is uh, and as a fan of the the very literalist song title, uh, I, I really mm-hmm. expected it to be like something. You know, I was like, oh, it's probably a take on like a sexist culture and the bro society. Blah, blah. No, it's literally about her brother. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That makes me like it more. <laughs> uh, and he's heard the song, I presume, right? Oh, of course. He he loved it since day one. He he wears our shirt a lot. Uh, so I see on the Snapchat. Um, <laughs> so yeah, he he's he's always been a good. He's always been one of my biggest fans, which is really nice because I'm one of his biggest fans because he's like super like musically inclined and plays guitar and drums and sings and he's ridiculous. Oh, nice. I can't. I'm, I think I remember yeah, that. Yeah, really- Is he doing like? Is he doing anything or just kind of like doing it on his own? 
I think he's just doing it on his own right now. Um, I don't know. Uh, every now or he he also like did some rapping. Like he sent me like a SoundCloud link, and I was like, "What? What? What? What is this? This is amazing!" <laughs> so like right. he literally can just do whatever. Our grandma like makes us sing at Christmas. Um, oh my god! <laughs> and, and it's always yeah, it's always Keenan does it, and I do it. Sometimes I'm like, "Oh, let's let's do a song I can harmonize to or something." But yeah, we always are forced to sing songs. And yeah, he's he's so good. Oh, he sang at my wedding too. Oh, um, really? That's it's, awesome. It's, yeah, it was very. Um, I, I should say our wedding because Ryan is in the car. It was also his wedding. Um, not Ryan's like not my wedding. Um, <laughs> I, don't <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you were up to, but <laughs> um, I don't know what that was all about. Uh, but yeah, it was cool because I I told my brother I was like, please sing for my wedding. At first he was like, yeah, but then he was like, hey, you know, I've got like super high anxiety like i don't want to do it and i was like it is my wedding please like i'm begging and then he was like okay i'm gonna do it and i'm like oh oh thank god what are you gonna sing and he was like jason mraz whoa i was like yeah and i was like uh, um uh uh but then it it's wonderful because they play jason mraz at every damn target and department store you ever go to so every time i hear that specific song i'm like oh my Aww. brother. Well, that's good because you, know, you have some positive yeah. association with it. Yeah, exactly. It's not uh, not just yeah, exclusively yeah, shopping for... First time I've ever had a... Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to ma- mention like uh, like baby aspirin and like, you know, open-toed sandals or something. Like something just like some mundane uh, collection of things you pick up at Target. I, I seem like every time I, I go uh, in a, at the, the, the Target, if you will, it's just a wild motley crew of just bizarre things. It's it's like okay you know here's some you, thumbtacks yeah, toothpaste just... and uh, some sweatpants you know like whatever <laughs> okay yeah or I just I walk in and I'm like I'm spending ten dollars on this one thing I need and then I leave and I'm like I spent fifty dollars how did it happen oh dude every fucking time every fucking time just like oh well we're out of toilet paper and I'll get some. Uh, to do your paper towels while I'm here, and they're like, "Oh, that that that, that look is at, on sale." Look at these decorative <laughs> corn cob holders. God, fuck. <laughs> yep. Like I don't even eat that much corn on the cob, <laughs> but they were so cheap. <laughs> Every time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was an, yeah. So it, it, I think that it's I don't know. It, it's notable, if not a, a defining thing, that uh, for me we we opened. Before your appearance, we we played the song West Coast, which is uh, one of my definitely one of my favorite songs of you guys, and <clears throat> was the one that the I think the second time I saw you I was actually too shy to request and was called out by Mr. <laughs> Matt Engstrom, who because at the time Aww. I originated from the West Coast, and at the time, uh, you know, I, wa- I wanted you to play, it, but I was like, ah, I don't want to obligate them. I hate you know when someone's yelling for a song you don't want to play and. He goes, yeah, well, I'm not going to do that. And he's like, fuck that, you're doing it. I'm like, I'll do it for you. I'm like, ah, no, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> and he, of course, you played it a bazillion Actually, times since then. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. Um, it was funny. One time we, we were playing that in a house show, and, and a guy, um, Brian, who we now know, and we are Facebook friends now, <laughs> but he like came up to me like at the end of our set, and he's like, no, 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 you can't stop playing. And I was like, what? And he's like, you have to do West Coast. I was like, oh, uh, okay. This is one lane, dude. They're like, oh, okay. And then, um, and then, uh, he was like, I've been having a really hard time and I would just get in the car and listen to West coast a lot. And it really got me through some really tough. And I was like, oh, 
holy crap. But he, like, takes the mic and tells this to the entire audience. No and so pressure. we're all like, oh, and I'm like, yeah, I know. And I'm like, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. And, of course, <laughs> the guys are, like, getting back, like, back to their instruments. And, yeah, we played the crap out of it. But, yeah. it's, like, it was just really, you know, it's nice to, like, know when people uh, attach themselves to a song. Um, and, yeah, I'm, I'm never, ain't no shame in requesting a song in my book. Which is which is awesome, and and I think that that's it, it's something where also you, you never know what it is that people connect with necessarily, yeah. and it's also absolutely like I've heard you tell the story of of you know where your where your inspiration for writing the song came from, which I I, I think is interesting, but it kind of seems like people ascribe their own meaning to it as well, and mm-hmm. uh, you know there's there's, there's value and uh, honor. And in in that as well, for sure, I think. And it's cool. It's cool to see how that. It's cool to see what stick what sticks against the wall. I guess is the way to put it. Yeah, definitely. Oh, like we um we played some new stuff at uh we did a show called the Paper Machete last Saturday, um and we played a song uh that's um like really new. It's called Less, and like for me, it's about like Ryan and I have like two different ways of loving each other, and so I was like we had gotten to a fight once and I was just like, I just love you so much. And he was like, love me less. And I was like, what? How could you possibly, how could you possibly want that? That's ridiculous. But it was like more like, you know, less affection. And I was like, you don't give me affection. He was just like, no, I show you, I love you by cleaning up after your ass. And I was like, Oh, that's true. Um, so it's like, so, so it's kind of like that argument. And I just thought like, that's a really good, like, if, if it bugs me and I write about it, then it's like, I don't have to be bugged by it anymore because I wrote a song and I could just go to it okay. when I, hmm. when I want to worry about it, sure, you know, sure. like, I don't know. It's kind of, it's like, for me, it's like therapy, but like some guy came up to me after that show and was like, that is like, like the same dynamic I have with my, with my lady. And it just like, it just really got me. And I was like, Whoa, like, when I when things like that happen, I feel like 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 I've done like I've done what I wanted to do, or like I didn't even think about it, and then it happened. I'm like, oh oh my god! Like people right. actually like get it. Like that's awesome. Like that really just that blows my mind. Well, and and that's it's nice that you know that, that you're writing stuff, especially because I mean the cell phones are a relatively unconventional band as far as instrumentation goes. And it, it's great to mm-hmm. be able to connect with people on such a so. And I think that's kind of what sets your band apart from other bands that like might come from like you know maybe the, the no means no school of uh, making a lot with very little instrumentation. Mm-hmm. Is it there is like kind of like an emotional mm-hmm. uh, through line yeah. through it, and even if it's about like incredibly mundane topics. Or uh, you know, just or not incredibly mundane. That's <laughs> sorry, that sounds insulting, but uh, <laughs> you no, know, no, I mean everyday yeah. stuff. I think even like our own like I don't know everything like our uh, our self self hatred or doubt that's pretty mundane because people feel that all the time. You know, even <laughs> like the most intensest yeah, yeah. of feelings. Like I'm like I'm just recently like like trying to get pregnant and it's been really like for me it's been something i want to talk about all the time people are like people don't usually talk about it out loud i'm like Mm. this is i mean i get it is it because it's so mundane or is it because we because because it's not yeah it's like hmm. like maybe a bit of because we don't like i don't yeah exactly like it's kind of one of those things where it's like how are 
like, I don't know. Like, how are women not talking about this all the time? This is like the weirdest, coolest thing that your body can do. And, and yet like, yeah, I just, I guess I don't get it much from anyone. Huh. Maybe that's something that comes into more being, you know, relatively like a patriarchal society. I mean, certainly like, yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of things that that the dudes seem to be very free to talk about, and henceforth culture seem to be very free to talk about. But yeah, yeah. You're, it, it is a good point that like you know I can imagine. Oh, that's gross. Who talk about you know like someone. Yeah, I suppose. And is, or maybe it's just something that's too personal. I don't know. There's that too. Sometimes people are very private. Ultimately, like it's very it's it's brutally ironic considering how I could choose to conduct my creative life. But I'm re- I'm a relatively private person. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know. I couldn't you. You and I talked about you and I talked about how we were talking about you know does your work does your day job know that you're yeah, in a band absolutely right. yeah, yeah yeah and you were like you were like I don't know I don't tell anybody yeah, and I'm like whoa <laughs> fuck no they don't I was like I don't know what I'm up to <laughs> I could be a contract killer for all they know <laughs> <laughs> you got that kind of time man <laughs> oh man I don't know where he gets the energy he's just always killing people on his time off he's really busy with it <laughs> but yeah that that is that that's a choice and and that's something where you know you're very open-hearted and very uh you know, enjoy sharing and finding out about what other people are up to and their experiences about that as well and maybe other people feel I don't know, uptight about it or, you know, just, I, there's not, like, totally. what's the social I just, precedent? I don't know. I don't, I don't know shit about it. <laughs> yeah, it, exactly. It's just, it's one of those things. I just, I like to, it came from a family where we did a lot of, we, we, like, there was just not, there was, we were all so close together. There was no hiding anything. Right. And <laughs> yeah, it's not there an was option. No, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, and, and, and there was no, like, lying. Like, when I, I become the worst actor when I'm trying to lie to my mom, that's for sure. <laughs> Suddenly you're like, on one of what? those, like, I uh, don't know how that happened. Yeah, it's, it's like you're on, like, one of those uh, murder shows on Investigation Discovery or something, where it's, like, the my first acting role. where <laughs> that's Those are my yes. favorites, where it's, like, I don't know. Why don't you go down to the store? Really? Like, this is, like, you're, like, yep, that's good. That's the keeper. I was studying all of the night. <laughs> all of the night. <laughs> I s- swear. <laughs> no, but it, it's uh, you know, and being and, and that kind of you know, I feel that kind of defines your 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 character a little bit as, as being someone's very comfortable being very open, right? And then other folks, you know, they come in from a different place, and maybe maybe they don't have that. Uh, I think it's interesting. Totally. I mean, yeah, I'm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah for me, yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Hundred one shows, it? folks. Yep. I'm still cutting the guest off. Yep. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yep, that yeah, sounds me. good. Anyway, see you later. No. <laughs> <laughs> Christ. Uh, oh man. That's so true. I I, don't know, I I told my mom I was like, uh, she she she's getting knocked knocked a lot for like not raising her kids with religion. And I told her, I was like, you raise us with, like, communication skills and empathy. Yeah. I think that's, that's, just, that's just as good. <laughs> well, a lot of times like, people use religion as a substitution for moral code, too, and the two aren't mutually exclusive in any way, shape, or form. So, I mean, that's, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's you can, <laughs> and, and that's something that, I mean, that that's a whole different kettle of fish, of course, there. But I think that's uh, inherently being an artist, I feel requires some degree of critical thinking 
And uh, yeah, know, that's something that, you know, ideally, most of my favorite people seem to be critical thinkers. Let's put it that way. That's uh, that's I'll, I'll end that sub thread that there. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, trying try to remember somebody posted on on the right before PRF Louisville. Um, somebody wrote something about us. It was very super sweet. But one of my favorite lines was that um, I wield my emotions like a weapon. Yeah. Ooh. And that's that, good. and that me, I was just like, yeah, I was like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's what, that's what I like. Like it was, it was the most perfect like description I think of, of how I, how I come, especially how I songwrite. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Because it seems like it, it could very easily be, you know, if, if uh, Ryan and Justin were cranking it out and, <laughs> someone different was singing it could very differently come off more like a uh, more aggressive and more like outwardly aggressive in the way that you know you you think of like ag- aggressive vocally but like i think the one of the things that makes you guys an interesting band is that there is aggression to it but it's definitely like it's it's tuneful it's heartfelt it's it's like for lack of a better term it's soulful and you just don't hear that Yay. in bands that like <laughs> that sound like you and that's awesome and that's one of the things that like like i i have said this over and over again when you try to explain to strangers what it is that your band does you can almost watch them be like oh that sounds terrible it's like no you just you gotta just listen to the thing you gotta see them it works yeah which is great because it's one of the things that grabbed me initially like, yeah the first time i saw you guys yeah, first time I was like, I was like, the fuck does that guy have a fucking acoustic bass? What is going on here? Like, I don't even know what's happening right now. Like, is he? Is this an acoustic set? Remember, yeah, every now and then I hear things like, like I remember early on when we played uh, PRF Oktoberfest, I kept hearing people go, "Was it World Jazz Night?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yes, I was like, yes, it is." You wait. Yeah. God, yeah, how often do you just run up against that and you get that satisfaction just like blowing their fucking heads off? Well, actually, we like that's my favorite. Yeah, that's my favorite audience. That's all of our favorite audience. The yeah. people who have no idea who we are and I'm just like, "Oh, hey, get ready. I'm going to blow your face off." Yeah. Like it it almost makes me like even more like ready to to like put on a good show. Oh, like right. when oh, there's yeah. just no one no one in the audience that even knows who we are, it, which is, I think, it, when you're a when you're a band that like loves to do that and 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 knows that you're like awesome, like I feel like that's a really good. I don't know, it's a, that's a good audience. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I think and a lot of people. I think a lot of people need that attitude more. <laughs> yeah, and you and you end up you end up clearing away. You know, if someone's going to be a stick in the mud and not get it, just clear them out of the way and get to the people that uh, that are going to be into it, like in the most direct way possible. Yeah, absolutely. Right on, absolutely. And uh, so, for instance, you mentioned uh, PRF Barbecue Lou, uh, the Louisville PRF that happened very recently, and uh, Jared Singleton mentioned in the comments that uh, you, you guys set was a definite uh, standout that was fucking great, he says, which I agree. Awesome. And it was one of those things where, uh, you know, it was right band, right audience, too. Like, it, it's, it's you know, sometimes, uh, and, I've, you know, of course, I've, that that happens, you know, not, it isn't like a rare thing or anything, but sometimes stuff just hits exactly right, and it's so nice to see where it's like, oh, this is this is great that this is working on so many levels right now, rather than just the like the one or two that you're <laughs> used to, you know. Uh, like it makes me happy to see that, especially be, not even if even if I didn't know you guys, like I would just be like, this is a joyful thing that is being experienced yeah, right yeah. now. And that's it's nice to be 
even ancillary to that, let alone involved in it. Yeah, right. Oh, <laughs> awesome. Yeah, sorry, there's nothing for you to respond to there. That's just me <laughs> soliloquying, if you will. No, I'm, yeah, that's sweet. Thank you. <laughs> um, but I'll go back to the lyrics for a bit, because that, that also kind of, I ha- I've had that thought with you guys, too, where it's just like a lot of times, like, I mean, Ryan's plenty loud and noisy, but like, even if you didn't write so emotionally directly, like you don't really have the luxury of like hiding behind, you know, a couple of blaring guitars or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And are you, kind of, are you kind of aware of that when you write or is that just sort of a, a just the byproduct? Um, I think, yeah, like usually um, whoever initiates a song, like either me or Ryan, it's usually Ryan. Um, I will listen to kind of to what he puts together and then I'll think to myself like what's missing like where should I where should I insert my voice uh and I kind of start there and then I start like you know trying to form phrases that I think or like uh you know I'll think oh this song makes me really upset or or it sounds positive you know um but yeah like it's a lot of it's a lot of being like filling, filling in all the holes and, and then like, you know, rearranging like the order. Sometimes Ryan wants to like, sometimes he starts with the song in a weird order and I'll be like, no, 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 like switch it this way, repeat this more to try to like capture it into a little bit more of like a, like a catchier, like a catchier pattern. And then, um, and then, yeah, yeah, it's all about kind of Ryan and I like kind of, to me it's like a game of chess or something it's like okay well you're gonna do that well i'm gonna do this to counter that right and justin is is justin's good because he can do literally whatever the hell you want him to do (laughs) he's versatile he's so good good at it um (laughs) and and he'll even you know and he even kind of has that ear for oh this is catchy or oh this is not or if I'm like, I want the beat to keep going or I want it to be dancey, like he knows exactly what to do. So okay. um, we have, we've gotten much better at that, I think, um, than, than we used to. Okay, cool. Well, and, and so that harkens on the point that, you know, there, there's a more of a interest in melody and hooks to your band mm-hmm. than uh, a lot of other bands that come from more, you know, the, the more aggressive um, or, or like, Hey, look at this. This is in like seven, eight. And there's like a weird, you know, syncopated breakdown with the, the mm. blast beats going, which could have literally been something my dad said and would have made just as much sense. <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, you know, it, it was something that certainly I was curious about, even the first time I've seen you that, they're, the hooks were pretty undeniable, and and you don't find that a lot in music that kind of sounds like the base of what the cell phones do. So, I was curious as to whether mm-hmm. that was just a natural outgrowth of the the players, or if there was like some thought behind it. I mean, when you're thinking about doing songs and you think about like music that you're bringing in uh, for as influence uh, and what you want to uh, do, like does that factor in? Um. Yeah. Definitely. I think. I mean, I'm a, I'm a pretty, I'm a pretty pop oriented lady. I like, um, like I like, it's funny because when the guys brought me in, they were like, oh, what music do you like? And, you know, I was telling them like, oh, I like like classic rock and I like alternative stuff. And I love, um, 
I just love things that are good and catchy. Like to me, like something that something that has a melody is so much better than than thing. Like sometimes Ryan will pull out the black metal, which sometimes I'm into, but most of the time I'm just like it just sounds like somebody's going. Shh. And I'm just like I don't. There's, yeah. There's nothing happening though, um, or 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 the screaming or like Justin's really into like um, like old old like rock that where the guy is kind of like cocky and is like I'm saying stuff and I'm like I oh. I would rather somebody be singing over that like I'd rather hear somebody like uh, you know singing something something good <laughs> I, I would like so this better if, if it was good yeah <laughs> i just would like and, and that's the thing it's like i would i i'm gonna get bored real quick of a song if all i do is shout or i'm gonna get really bored of singing a song if if i don't do enough or i don't do what i think is is like grabbing enough sure so so yeah so it's like kind of um so yeah that that definitely like adds to it but it's also like like Justin really likes, he likes pop too. He kind of has an ear for that. And Ryan's just weird. And Ryan listens to all kinds of stuff, but he loves doo-wop. Um, <laughs> so he gets it in that capacity where he's like, oh yeah, like you want something that repeats and you want something that, that is melodic so that, you know, um, so that people will want to tap their toes to it and dance. Like, right. like that's totally, so he gets it. But also like they love metal and they love grindcore and you know you'll have like weird soft spots for like Gridlink and stuff like just <laughs> bands that are are really not doing that or they're being very fast or they're not so it's yeah to us it's like kind of a mixture of those two things yeah um yeah to me that's like i we just i think we're we're well we're making music that we like like we're making music that we that we would listen to and that we aren't going to get bored of Right. Because Ryan, yeah, Ryan gets yeah. really bored really fast. He, <laughs> sometimes he'll he'll play a part and he'll change it, and I'll be like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm just so bored with it." And <laughs> I get it. Like, <laughs> yeah. He, he needs to. So instead, then it's you know instead of like do 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 do, it's like do 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 do. Like you're just like, whoa, okay. Yeah, speaking as a bass player, that is a not typical bass player style. <laughs> No, it's more no it's more a a a a a a e e e. I can play this for five minutes. What are you talking about? <laughs> as, as you kind of your mind slowly wanders. Yeah. Oh, what's like, that? Oh, what's there? going on? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, time uh-huh. to change. All right. Well, think think how uh, you know, playing bass in ACDC must be. Oh God. So I hope I don't get fined. I hope I don't get fined. <laughs> I'm sorry, Angus. I'm sorry. So, uh, lo- go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I just, um, I was going to say, I like it when people watch him because a lot of people will go up to Ryan specifically and like eye over his gear and like, I like, like How do you do they're that? dumbfounded at, at the, at the base. And, and I, you know, I don't, all I get to do is watch the audience. So like, that's my favorite thing to do. Like I'm always people watching while I'm singing always. Oh, sure. So it's, it's funny to it's funny to see that where people are just like, what is he doing? <laughs> Some guy came up to me and was like, what the hell is he doing? And I'm like, what oh. the hell's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> Which as far as reactions go, you could do a hell of a lot worse, frankly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, agreed. <laughs> so 
the 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 new new ish not that new i guess now i, I had it in my uh in the, in the top 10 for, for 2016 but uh yeah. i I, lo- I love that the album title is no uh, <laughs> it's the best it's because it's, i had to really i had to really sell that i had to sell that album title <laughs> well and i'm not sure like, if guys you're are like i don't know go ahead sorry. Mm-hmm. oh I'm, I'm not sure if you're aware I, of this, i really oh no i should i did the same thing again <laughs> all right you go you go then i'll wait and i'll go <laughs> no it's cool i really was just like i want it to be this and i explained the entire cover of the album and then i was like no and they were like, I, I don't know, Lindsay. That sounds really, that sounds really weird. Well, and what's what's funny? And then they were. Go ahead. And then yeah. they got on board. Good. Eventually. So, so what I was gonna say is that what's funny about that is uh, also a former guest of the show and friend of the show, Christian from Whores. Their each one of their album titles, they've had a uh, Ruiner, Clean, Gold. So there's been like one less letter for each album. <laughs> So before your record oh, came no. out, he's, he, he's like, yeah, I think, you know, eventually he'll probably have one that's just called No. And then, like, that was, like, the week before your record came out. And I was like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Too late, sucker. <laughs> anyway, that was. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Definite article. I had no idea. <laughs> Two. It'll be T.O. T.O. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm trying to think, what are the ones that Peter Gabriel hasn't already taken? <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, so uh, we played one of the songs off now. We played the title track. Well. Uh, title-ish track. <laughs> I mean, the word no is in it. <laughs> and which I think is a total jam. And uh, you, you guys released that as, as a single. That's like one of my, it, it's such a, and that song, of course, is You Make Me Say No which I think still counts as a titular line, but it's a more artistic way of, of putting it forward. Yeah. Because uh, it's, it's like the, you're saying it in the title, but you're actually saying the name of the album in the in the title, which I'm a big fan of that kind of thing. Anyway, uh, so that's a good song. I like it. Yeah. I guess that's what I'm trying to tell you. It's really good. <laughs> Yay. Thank you. That's that our the, favorite song, I think. Yeah. Was that the one that you were telling me that your dad really liked? Oh yeah, no. Like my dad's like a top forty. Like he's been a top forty ish DJ uh, for a really long time, like since I was a kid. Wow. And uh, he 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 always he he definitely has an ear for sure. Um, he really likes um, like pop music. Uh, he loves Fleetwood Mac. I was named after Lindsey Buckingham. Yeah. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he um, he really like I don't know, but I I always. If I if I think I've written something where I'm like I think this is catchy enough that I think my dad would really like it. I remember I played it for him. He and when he was done, he was like, "This is awesome." I was like, "Yes!" Like, <laughs> made me very happy. Um, it's the dad metric. Like I don't know. Yeah, it was it was just nice like to to hear it uh, that that he was that he was into it. Yeah, someone that's uh, that big into uh, hooky pop like that would would. Uh catch into that hooky pop because it's totally it's totally a yeah. fucking hooky song i think i have yeah, a, I mean, a similar dad listens to more go ahead go ahead sorry i mean dad listens to more music than than anybody i know like when i remember when ipods happened he was the first to like glom onto that and be like this is this is forever like this is 
Like I have thousands and thousands and thousands of songs. Like it's kind of crazy. Just getting so. getting down with the whole. See so what 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 I was gonna say is that my my father's a, a rocker as well, but I think it's as much as he loves uh, all the bands that I've sort of brought into his life. It's also a pretty good metric of how awesome of a Facebooker you are if he Facebook friends you because he loves Facebook friending all of my rock and roll friends. <laughs> <laughs> he's really and he's like that's like, adorable. I swear to you, he talks to Tony Ash more than he talks to me. <laughs> I, I'm not even kidding. <laughs> Like he's, as like I think he wants to adopt him. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> uh, who wouldn't? Yeah, of course. Hey, hey, yes. <laughs> Join <laughs> line forms over here, man. <laughs> Got first dibs. I told Stroud I'd adopt her. She's like, I don't think that would work out. Like, nah, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> so yeah, I'll work out the details. Don't worry. <laughs> Uh, so the other one, other song I want to talk to you about was the the song you guys did, uh, which one of my favorite songs for the uh, unprecedented DIY versus Donald Trump compilation. Of course, the DJ, uh, which is fifty three percent overrun, and uh, that's uh, really talk about a powerful song, and <laughs> also like hitting on a you know big emotional point, but just kind of dri- driving home. I, I'm fighting to not use sports analogies here. Which I, I use the most sports analogies for a non-sports fan of any host you'll ever hear. But uh, you know, all the sports analogies, uh, it, it it fulfilled the 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 conceit of the of the project in a very major way for me. And I, I wonder, was it was that an easy song to write? Was that something where you just had it from the top, like from the jump, you knew what it was going to be, or, or how did that how did that come to pass? Um, yeah. Well, Ryan had started. He was like, "Oh, I wrote like a weird five five, four song. And I was like, Oh, okay. Um, and we were, I had no idea what it was going to be about. I was still kind of like listening to it and figuring it out. And then, um, and then, yeah, then we were asked to do, um, you know, a song for the compilation. And I still was just like, I don't know. I don't know if I have a Trump song in me. I don't even know if I Mm. like have the ability to like keep it together enough to even put a song together. But yeah. and it's funny, it's going back to my, my dad. Um, he called me, uh, like, I think it was Thanksgiving time. So we were in the midst of, like, oh, is, this is happening. Like, Trump is the president. Oh. And everybody was, like, freaking out. Um, but my dad was having dinner, or I think he was having Thanksgiving dinner with his in-laws, um, who are from, like, rural Minnesota, are very... Fox News heavy mm. watchers, um, and my dad is a is a very tall black man, um, <laughs> but he's 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 and and he's obviously liberal and he's very um, like respectful. He's extremely respectful to his in laws, so he's very like tolerant, um, regardless of what they say. But one time, Dad was like, you know, talking to them, and he's like, "You guys, like, no, I'm like." Like I'm like a Democrat, right? And they're like, "Yeah, Jerry, Jerry, we, Jerry, we know you're a Democrat, yes." And then, like, I think his mother-in-law says something like, "You know, I don't, I don't think that you know Hillary would have won, you know, no matter who she was against." And my dad's like, "Oh, pray tell, why do you think that?" And she was like, "Well, because men have men have better brains." Like oh, they make better, they make whoa. decisions better than women do. Ooh, wow. And, wow. and, and my, and it was, a, it was a difficult situation for my dad because like his wife is her daughter. 
Yeah. He's yeah. like, Why, how could you, how could you be a mom and say that? Like that women have like not as good decision making brains. Um, and then she was talking about how I guess that you know she just doesn't trust other women or something. Um, so there was that and that, that kind of, wow. and so my dad was just like, Lindsay, I just kept thinking of like, what would, what would have happened if you were here? And I'm like, <laughs> I don't even want to, I don't even want to know. Blood would have been spilt. Like, I don't even, say I don't even know like what I would have done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It would have, it would have been bad, but like, you know, I get it. And so dad was like, yeah, I said, let's go to another room, collect myself, like not let it get to me. Mm. And mm. instantly that song came out. And then it was like layer upon layer of shit. Like I, I kept thinking about it. And I was like, not only does this woman think that women have smaller brains, but I'm sure she probably, I'm sure that men probably are okay with her thinking that. Absolutely. Because they're like, yeah. we want, yeah, it's like, we want like, Men are okay with, with, like, and I'm not saying every man, of course, but, like, men in general are okay with, with women not trusting each other because that, that breaks them up. That, right. that, that, that puts them against each other. And, and so now we are, like, a scattered group of women who are like, oh, we don't talk to other women or, oh, we don't, you know, or, oh, I don't, I don't trust that woman. There's, you know, there's slut-shaming. There's... Right. There's there's resentment towards other right. women for for all kinds of things. Yeah, just all those things and it's that can like, just decentralize any power that could build up, I guess. Exactly. Decent yeah, decentralize. That's perfect. But yeah, it's like I kept thinking about that kind of stuff and how and how I'm sure I'm sure men are A okay with that kind of stuff. Uh Some you know, yeah. men in power because yeah. that's what they want. That's exactly what they want. I mean, women are more of the population. If we all got together, we'd we'd be ruining all of this. Like I feel like I feel like we would just be toppling it to the ground. But I think there are just so many, and and it's and it's tradition, and it's religion, and it's culture that keeps us in our place. And the only reason why we consider ourselves weaker is because men have said we're stronger than you, mm-hmm. right? Like. Like a woman has been told that she is not, she is not the 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 breadwinner. She is not the head of the household. She's she's less than, and it like, and I thought maybe this is where my dad's mother in law is coming from. Like this world where it's like women do this and men do this, and I'm like, but that's not the world I want to live in. That's not the world I think we live in, and yet maybe it is. And so yeah, it it uses a lot of. A lot of that, and and finally, so then that's like, I get so upset when we play that song every single time. Mm. Sometimes they're like, "Ooh, let's put it up first. and I'm like, "Nope, I'm not singing that first. <laughs> you want to have a, you want to have I'm the rest of the set? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that's you a, don't need to just be upset the rest of the set. Yeah, I will. That, that's a hell <laughs> of a pace to set, you know. <laughs> it's it's a, um yeah, well, it's yeah. a it's a great powerful anthem that I think. As someone that usually aspires to say quite a bit in song, I think it's a. I always game respect game. Love it when others can pull it off, and uh, it's a. It, it, right on. <laughs> goal achieved. Nothing but net. Yay! Yeah, it's, it's funny. Ryan, Ryan was when I when I told Brian about it, I was like, "Oh, it's about you know how men, uh, you know, put women down, blah blah blah." And he was like, "Wait, so this is like about like all men, like that are." <laughs> 
like net negative about. Yeah, he was like, like everything is bad about men. I was like, yeah, kind of. <laughs> and he just said, institutionally. Like, oh, yes. okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was cute. He, but it was just, it was nice because he was like, okay, well, well, more power to you. Like, <laughs> as if to say, like, we, I am a supportive man, but it's right, cool because, right. like, I, I am in, like, I am lucky that I am in a band where literally from day one. Justin and Ryan have been nothing but supportive to me. And, and even when, even when sometimes they think I should be quiet, when somebody like comes up to us after a show and says, never be quiet. Like they, they take that into account. Like they're never, you know, they had an idea of what this band was going to be. And I, I think I have, I have changed it. Um, because they've been playing since middle school. So they kind of had their own groove. So when I came in, I feel like I, I disrupted it just a bit, but they've never That's been like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they've, they've never been like, like negative about it. They've always been like, oh, you're adding this thing that people like, and we will support you all the time. And that's kind of, I don't know. I, people like, sometimes I'll get, I'll get, um, like people asking me questions like, "Oh, you know, being a girl. How was it like to be a girl in a band? <laughs> you know, Come have on. you ever have you have you ever been discriminated? Or they'll say things like, have you ever been discriminated? Or or has your band ever made you feel like like dirt?' And I'm like, nope, never. Because <laughs> they're they're the they're the greatest. But like, you know, even when they do, it's like I don't know. We've been a band for almost a decade, so um. If we have if we have trouble, it, we're like it's like brother and sister fights, right? Totally, or and, like and, crabby, yeah. And then hearkening back to what you were saying earlier, I, I think that you know Ryan, Ryan and Justin are a powerhouse, and it'd be badass no matter what. But I think you bringing what you bring to it kind of allows it to transcend a little bit and become yeah. more than that, which actually again ties into sort of like the theme of the song making it uh you, you know you know successful artistic expression because it's it, it's it's speaking truth to power and you're you're providing an example of that power by doing it at the same time and that's yeah. uh, gosh that's pretty cool yeah. <laughs> gosh <laughs> well i mean it, no, it, it is, is. It i'm not is. wrong <laughs> I, I'm not. I may sound like i'm coming from 1954 but uh, you know it's uh, i'm not wrong no <laughs> and so that's and, and that's a an interesting segue too. I mean, I've noticed that you know when I've seen cell phones, especially when you guys are like locked in and with, 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 you know totally with a friendly crowd, everyone you know palm the hands, like it's totally girls to the front, everyone rocking out. And it, but it isn't like a thing. It isn't necessarily like a hey, everybody, we're doing the thing right now. Go, 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 go. It's it's naturally kind of like an empowering thing because you're a very. I, I think I can't remember if I said it on the show before you came on or during the much more hilarious lead up to the show while we're getting everything ready. But I mentioned that you're <laughs> one of my favorite front people, not that you're one of my favorite like female front people, just period yeah. favorite front people, not favorite front people. I know. Yeah, oh, thank you. Favorite front people. Absolutely. Like, absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. And, but that said, you know, not that you can always, I think it means more to a lot of, uh, to a lot of, of ladies that maybe wouldn't necessarily think of themselves coming from an empowered place for rock music, which tends to be a boys' club. Yeah. That and I wish mm-hmm. I wish that it, 
it wasn't. And uh, there's a lot of things I wish for, though. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think it's great just to, like, you don't have to talk about it as much as just, like, the cell phones especially, and again, harkening back to the earlier thing I said, that you try to explain it to people, it doesn't even make sense that, like, okay, what is this? What is this band? What, what are they doing? But seeing <laughs> it as an example of just, like, wow, like, that's freaking cool. Like, I don't know what the hell just <laughs> happened, but that's badass. Uh, I, I think that that's, uh, you know, I, I think I, one of the things I said is that, um, I'm going to paraphrase myself poorly. I think I said, like, it was, like, Freddie Mercury fronting, uh, the ruins or something along those lines <laughs> or uh, Tina Turner funny no means no and it's like but it's like just the idea being that there's this incredibly compelling front figure but like the music behind it is just, like it's incredibly powerful and like triumphant almost sometimes and yeah seeing so many uh, different awesome ladies in the in the crowd kind of just get stoked on that and sort of like see like ah you know that's that's a cool thing that like maybe that's unlocking a thing or just, or just sometimes it's it's kind of fucking cool to see <laughs> too is is, <laughs> is awesome and I, I think that that's something that you know it's not necessarily i wish it didn't have to be noted let's put it that way i wish it didn't have to be yeah. noted but it does so mm-hmm. i'm noting it now let the record show <laughs> thank you Done. yeah Done. i mean i i agree too like you know you I think you, you know, your experience is based on what you experience, uh, and, and kind of what you see. Uh, I like not having, not, you know, not being like, hello, I'm a woman. Watch me woman it up up there on the stage. Woman time. Did you see your like woman on stage? She was like, so womaning so hard. <laughs> like I, and it's funny, like I like to, you know, and and to just be like a like a, a woman like that's not ashamed of of being a woman. Sometimes I think a lot of times uh, people will will uh, try to try to hide it, or they just won't say right. anything. Yeah, uh, it's very important to me to be like, oh, hello, like I don't want you to ever like for, forget that I'm a woman, but I don't want to like just say that, like don't forget I'm a woman. Like, yeah, that would yeah. be. I think actually. Maybe I'll try that. I should try that at least once. See how it goes. Um, yeah. <laughs> try that. Yeah. Working on the smaller markets. But I like to, I can remember somebody was, was told me, they were like, uh, you had a really funny joke up there about about your crotch. And I was like, <laughs> what joke? And they were like, they were like, yeah, you know, when you were like, oh, I hope you can't smell my crotch. I had the fish tacos. And I was like, That wasn't what? a joke, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that was for real. I was like literally worried that you might smell my fishy crotch waft. Like that's what I, yeah. Like yeah. the stage is pretty, like your head is so close to crotch level. <laughs> and, true. and I think it like, blew, I think it blew him away that I was like, dude, that wasn't a joke. Like I was honestly worried about that. Like, and, and said it into a microphone. Yeah. Right. Like <laughs> it, it, it almost seemed like as though like all of a sudden that, like, like, cause I think he was kind of tr- trying to like, like diss me a bit, like be like, Hey, like that joke was kind of lame. Like that was a weird joke. It's like, no, that, and, and then joke? when he was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then I was like, that was a real thing. Then it almost like, like, like this realization on his face, like, Oh, she just says whatever the fuck she wants. Yeah. Oh, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to me, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's what I was kind of thinking too. It's just like, you know, where we, you, 
you don't want to be up there like being like, yeah, I'm a woman, pay attention to the woman thing, but also like no dude's going to write heavy flow. So <laughs> Right, yeah, which yeah. is a total jam. <laughs> so it's like it comes yeah. out, you and know, it happens a lot of different different ways, yeah. I guess is what I'm saying. I believe I, I characterize <laughs> yeah. it as the more than likely Hall of Fame best song ever about a period. Yay! <laughs> awesome. Yeah, Ryan told me he was like, um, he's like, oh, I'm writing a song. Like, just write it about something that you're like really upset about. And and then I walked in like days later and was like, you this is called so. Heavy Flow. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. And I was like, I was like, the name of this song is Heavy Flow. And Ryan's like, oh no. And I'm like, yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> was, oh up? yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Except now, I was I'm thinking of the Kool Aid Man, but instead of Kool Aid, he is full of period blood. Oh! That is literally my vision. <laughs> that was the coolest thing. Oh. <laughs> Wow, what an evocative image that is. <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt. There's like tampons like swimming in it. Like, oh, oh, perfect. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Fucking yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Boy, howdy. That's, that's, the, that's why yes. I do this show right there. <laughs> Dude, Josh's laugh is a, is a national treasure. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. Uh, Yay! <laughs> wow. All right. So yeah, reset. Yeah, yeah. I'm still laughing. Come on, professional radio broadcaster. Oh, let's, 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 uh, out the window. Yeah. <laughs> so when you when you when you're playing shows, and when we mentioned earlier about playing to the maybe the the unsuspecting crowd that. Y- mm-hmm. You know, either you, you convert or like at least they have a strong reaction to it, you know, but it, because of the cell phones being, as I mentioned, kind of difficult to describe, I, I wonder sometimes, especially because I know that you guys do tour that do you end up on like bills where people just don't know what bands to book with you sometimes or does mm-hmm. it, so like, do you have any, <laughs> do you have any interesting stories of like hilarious mismatches perhaps? Oh, uh, oh, heck yeah. Um, we we used to like when we were just starting out um there was this booking company in chicago called afton and they booked at the abbey a bunch and why did we even do this but <laughs> they would be like they'd be like yeah play here oh this will be so much fun i am so excited um and they'd be like you're playing with these bands and we would get there, and we wouldn't really know the bands. We didn't do much research. We were just like, we just want to play shows. Um, but then we get there, and it would be like a gospel woman playing to a track. Oh. And she'd be talking Ooh, about wow. the blood of Jesus. Ooh. And then it would, and then there was this middle-aged band of men. I think they were called Out of the Box. I don't remember. It was terrifying. <laughs> but they had a, they had a song... <laughs> They had a song called Middle-Aged Rocker, and they had a fan club of just, like, middle-aged women that were just, like, going crazy. Oh, no. So it's just, like, so we, I remember at that show, we just looked at each other, like, what are, like, why are we here? What? How did we get here? We're never doing this again. <laughs> so it's so, it's it's actually really funny. Um, now, thank goodness, like, we, we know people that know us, and they know the kind of music we do, and they know what kind of bands to put us with. 
but like it used to be real bad. It just used to be like, we just take whatever we could get. And then they would just put us with horrible, like rocker, like hard rock, butt rock bands, <laughs> yeah. which I mean, we're still like full of great, nice people, yeah. but like not, not, not for us. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's, you know, when we play shows where the bands drive perfectly, like those are the best shows. And, mm-hmm. and also, um, we've also met a lot of people with like, that we love with those mystery sets, like where we don't know what to expect. And then we are pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it, it's, it's kind of, yeah. So it's almost like, it's like a crapshoot sometimes. I just know now that like, you do have to put a little research into it. And now because, Ryan and Justin are so much more of like, like, you know, they want a good, you know, lineup. I'll, I'll send them our show requests and say, okay, here you go. And they'll, you know, they'll do a lot of like research for me and be like, I love playing. Like, I want to play with this band. And I'm like, okay, good. Great. Yeah. yeah. Um, we just recently played, we played chop shop, um, with, uh, like Brian, the guy who, who books there is really, really awesome. Um, he, was like, oh, hey, I want you to play with this band called The Garden. And they're, like, from California. And it's just two bros. They're the two brothers. They're really, really nice. Um, but it's very, like, weird. Like, it's weird. I don't even know how to describe them. So it was really cool when he when he asked. Yeah, like, when he asked us, and I'm like, this is perfect. Yeah, sounds great. We don't know how to dis- Yeah, like, I was like, if you can't describe them. And it was funny because that's how he started the email. He was like, I really don't know how to describe them, but I would, if you're available, like we'd like you to play. <laughs> cool. And yeah. I, I just said, yeah, I was like, yes. Um, and they're pretty well known. Um, they're really, they're really awesome. But like, they, they are. They're, they're, they, they do, um, they do like electronic music, kind of, but also they drum. And the guy plays a bass guitar on stage only. Okay. So it was like, yeah, it was perfect. Yeah. Um, and and we thought, okay, great, like that that was a great setup. Also at Chop Shop, though, like for New Year's, um, they were like, hey, do you want to play with Harmar Superstar and Big Frida? And I was <laughs> <Yes>. like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, absolutely. Why us? And he's like, I don't know. I think this will be good. And I was like, <sighs> that's awesome. Okay, like, yeah, that's like yeah. This- so it's like one of those things. Yeah. It, I was just going to say, it's, it's like Ghostbusters. Nick. When somebody asks you if you're a god, you say yes. So if someone asks if you want to play with Harmar Superstar <laughs> and Big Frida, you yeah, say absolutely. yes. <laughs> Heck yeah. So, it, but it actually worked really well. Like the people who, who were there for our first, you know, for the, for the, our, our first set were very nice. Like even, even Harmar Superstar, Harmar himself was like, hey, the cell phones were great. We were like, what? Oh my God. Yeah. So like, it was, it was just really nice. Like to, um, yeah, it, it's it's funny when when yeah, I don't know how to describe us. I usually say girl pop grindcore, and yeah. that usually gets people at least excited enough to listen. True, right, right. Because they're like, what? What is that? Um, so yeah, it's it's nice when when um, people were just like, hey, we know you're weird. We put you with some weird bands or a weird mix. Yeah, sometimes right, right. it is. Sometimes it works, and sometimes yeah, most of the time it just works. So that's, we try to make the best of it anytime anyway. So, yeah. Well, and it totally works too. Cause like, I mean, like something like that, like even for like, a, like, a, I mean, you're heavy and you're talking about serious things, but also you're kind of a party band. 
Mm-hmm. Like, that's awesome. Which, which is yeah. actually, yeah, it, that's a weird uh, eye of the needle to, to sort of thread. Uh, but yeah, I, I would totally agree with that assessment yeah. that as much as like, even if the subject matter can like not be party banned at all in any way, shape or form, mm-hmm. like it does, like it's fun. <laughs> it's a fun thing. And I actually wish that most loud, crazy bands, I wish so many of them were so goddamn not fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I say that as someone that you know, like I'm, I'm me. I, I have what I like, and I understand that some people like being super serious all the fucking time, always. But I like it when you know you, you mentioned about just speaking extemporaneously on stage and people thinking it's like comedy bits and just being like, no, that's literally what you were thinking about. <laughs> like I love that stuff. I think yep. that's that stuff is aces. That makes me like a band more. That's how I ended up watching a whole corrosion and conformity set. Hello. <laughs> Oh, I'm here. Okay, Sorry. I was going to say, just, no, that was the end of that story. I just, I've watched the whole Corrosion Conformity sex. I like their stage banter. <laughs> uh, and that's... Yeah, uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's, uh, you know, I think that can, that can be a gateway. That can be a gateway. Like, people are not necessarily going to have the lexicon to describe all the musical elements in a very uh, nuanced manner. But that's something that can be a very mm-hmm. easy open door for folks. They're like, oh, like, mm. the buy-in for this is, like, low. This is, like... This is this hilarious chick who's like saying this funny stuff, but also can like really belt it out. And it, it kind of makes you at the same time very human and also very much like from Mars musically, which is a great, yeah, a great combination, I think. It's a great mm-hmm. combination, let me tell you. Um, Love that combo. Yeah, good combo. It's number two. <laughs> so, Noise Rock Party Band. Fuck that's yeah. fantastic. I mean, that's, that's all the high five I ever wanted to be. God only knows. Um, but so yeah, uh, you guys kill it. Thank you. <laughs> um, he wasn't guys fishing. Awesome. I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, but well, like uh, uh, that kind of brings to mind some of the um, like ex- like more kind of experimental or different stuff you've done within the band structure itself, or like like the uh, the Leslie Gore cover set and things mm. like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot all about that. Woohoo! Um, which, which guess what? We're doing again. Oh, serious? No kidding. All yeah, right. totally. Yeah. Um, we just, uh, it was actually really nice. We're doing it at Sub T on Friday the 27th. It's uh, the Exquisite Corpse Ball. Nice. Um, but yeah, they, they said, can you do, like, he's, they were, it's cute because they were like, we know you don't like usually do cover sets, but could you please do Leslie Gore? And I'm like, what? We haven't done Leslie Gore in like years. <laughs> but yeah, we're just going to, we're going to pull it out again. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, and I, I know the story, but I think this was, this is a good story to get on the record, but kind of talk about how that started and how, uh, how it developed, if you would. <laughs> oh, sure, sure, yeah. Um, so uh, Ryan was really listening to a lot of Leslie Gore, like deep cuts Leslie Gore, and um, we were so into it. We just listened to it all the time. And when, uh, when the, uh, the opportunity arose to do a cover set, you know, we, we, threw, we threw around the idea, and I, I gave them – Two options. It's like either we do Lana Del Rey, and we <laughs> and we make it just like the most like sappiest, hardest like music ever, and I get super dolled up for it. Or we do Leslie Gore, and we cover our faces in gore, and we call ourselves Gore. Yeah. And Ryan instantly was like, "I'm listening." And, <laughs> and um, keep talking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was really funny. So then we all, like, you know, learning the songs was pretty easy. I, like, tied them all into, like, a storyline. So, like, started off 
as being like, like we did it, we started with, it's my party. Mm. And I talked about like, my, my fucking boyfriend <laughs> is an asshole. And then it like started, you know, then I, I, you know, sang a song about always being dumb. And, and then we like went all the way until we were at the end and we sang sunshine lollipops nice. and, um, <laughs> they recorded that. So yeah. So caffeinated recordings recorded that entire thing on YouTube. Oh yeah. And then I get, a yeah, then I get like a weird phone call from, uh, a lady by the name of Deborah Barsha, who is wonderful. Um, she lives in New York city. She was a uh, Leslie Gore's music director mm. and they were writing a show they were writing a show about her, about Leslie Gore, and they were like, we were just looking for like pop, like punk covers of Leslie Gore music, and we found this entire set <laughs> on YouTube, and holy shit, you guys are so great. We would like to talk to you about maybe developing a show. Mm. And we were like, what? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, Leslie Gore's listened to your stuff. She loves it. We're like, you know, we'd like to get on Skype with you and like talk about possibly like writing a thing oh my god and we were like (laughs) yeah i was like what the hell so yeah i like i was at work when i got that message and had to like lock myself in an office and call her back and be like what is happening (laughs) yeah it's she's she's great she's done deborah's done work with like she's uh she was a conductor for jersey boys on broadway oh man she also did um she also worked with Karen O, like all of her like solo kind of performance stuff. Oh, um, yeah. So she's like amazing. Yeah. And they were literally like writing like, oh, Deborah's done. She's written music for Parliament Funkadelic. Like she she's done all <laughs> kinds of wonderful stuff. She's insane. She's amazing. Um, like I want to be here when I grow up. She's really really <laughs> right. cool. But. She was so basically they were writing and, and yeah we had a Skype where all three of us like got in front of the computer and Leslie Gore was there and she was like oh I've never met anyone by a Skype and I kind of like pretend shook hands with her and <laughs> and when the That's Skype adorable. was over like all three it was really funny the first like thing that like when the Skype was over the first thing anyone said was Ryan was like I googled I googled her to see if what she looks like now and. That was what she looks like now, and I'm like, oh my god! Like, <laughs> it was like, oh like we just like, like, like for literally, how did we get from Ryan just playing Leslie Gore in our house right. to skyping with Leslie Gore? Like, it blew my mind. It blew all of our minds. We were we were over the moon, and so then like they were right. You know, they were writing like preliminary scripts. They were skyping with us about the script. Uh, they were. We didn't see Leslie again. But then while we were on tour, um, I forget when, we got an email from Deborah that was like, hey, like, we've decided we're kind of going to go in another direction with the script. So we're so sorry. But like, you know, we would, you know, you know, keep doing what you're doing. You guys are great. And I didn't like write back for a while. And then finally, like, while we were on the road, I wrote an email that was like, hey, Sorry that it took me a while to get back to you. I've kind of been pretending this email didn't exist. Um, thank you so much for like, thank you so much for, for letting us be a part of whatever you guys are putting together. Uh, I can't believe that we were able to meet you. Um, you know, hopefully, hopefully we get to work together again or something like that. <laughs> and, and, uh, 
Leslie Gore herself emails me back and says, like, thank you so much. Uh, and then she also says something like, as a wise woman told me, maybe we'll work together again. She literally quote, quoted me. <laughs> and, and, and I was just like, um, so it was like really nice to hear from, from her, uh, like specifically at the end of that, like yeah. all of a sudden it was like, okay, like I'm okay with this not happening. This was this one weird thing that, that, existed in, in our world and and that was that was enough for us so right. now of course i'm like trying to get the guys to do other cover sets i really wanted to do i wanted to get a, like the band together to do all of phantom of the paradise music oh my god oh, wow i know oh. i really want it i want to do it but the guys are just like what's the point I mean, we did leslie awesome. gore <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? What's the point yeah, of doing like anything? What's the point of waking up in the morning? I mean, <laughs> exactly. It's just like, and 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 when she, you know, and when she passed away, like a couple of years ago, you know, we were we were really sad about it because it was like, oh, oh my gosh, like, like she had something to do with us very recently. Right. So yeah, it was. So yeah, the guys are. I don't know. They're not really into cover sets as it is, but they they love. They loved that cover set a lot, and now it's like just the fact that anybody would want us to do it, like later. Yeah. I'm like, I would like we're we're always down to brush up on it. Um, but yeah, the guys, you know, anytime we think of cover sets, they're just like, oh, not again. <laughs> Let's we did right. Leslie Gore. We're fine. We're good. Uh, I want to sell them on that fucking <laughs> Phantom of the Paradise. So that's really good. <laughs> like I want that. I love I. Dude, I I sing I sing every like all of those songs are solid gold. Paul yeah, Williams yeah. is the greatest man. Seriously, well, that's, well, that's a hell of a story. That's uh, <laughs> I, I I think I only actually knew about yeah. a third of that, which so that's uh yeah whoa illuminating yeah. I know I I also hear a lot of stuff and I have terrible memory, but yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I would remember most of that. That, that sounds you know that that's amazing. And we are drunk a lot, like when we, <laughs> when we uh, talk to each other. So. Yeah, we accurate. Be in the, yeah, accurate. Celebratory moods when we're in the same place. Accuracy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, that's amazing. So, so I guess, uh, and we're kind of running near the end of our time with you, Lindsay. We'd like to th- thank you so mm-hmm. much for for joining us. It's it's been so great to have you. I've actually been wanting to have you on the show for forever. And I just didn't get around to asking. <laughs> so well, that's thank a cool you. Story. Thank you so much for thank you so much for having me. I I miss you guys always. Like when when we're not around. So yeah, um, no. same, yeah it's same it's back it's, you, it's good. I know the last time I saw you guys was PRF Louisville. So I'm like, oh, it's good. It's good to hear you guys. I almost snuck down to that uh, the the one show you just recently the the Tuesday show whatever but I had a I had a morning thing the next day I was like well I could do it but I'd be wrecked and destroyed for that and that would be I know selfish it's kind of like the distance the distance is there but it's kind of like yeah if you have to commit to come down here or to go up there yeah Ugh. <laughs> it's, so, it's if it weren't for the traffic I swear to God. <laughs> So, so that, I know. Well, yeah, for sure. The, tra- the traffic is insane. So, yeah. so that said, someone someone pointed out to me it was, it was sort of the crux and you know uh, hook of the show for a very long time 
but I only started explicitly really asking the question uh, last episode, the hundredth episode. <laughs> that the last question I have is: is why do you do what you do? Why do you do what you do? Um, because uh, if I didn't, I feel like I would be real grumpy <laughs> and like, like, like what, like. Like, obviously, I obviously I need this. Like, obviously, I need an outlet. Obviously, I love stages. Like, what would I be doing? I feel like I would just be, like, screaming on the street or something. <laughs> Look at me. Look at me. I am seeing. Like, I don't know what I would do. Like, I feel like I would just be crazier at work. I think I would be, like, not a good person to be around at home. Uh, I tell the guys, I'm like, sometimes I go into show withdrawal. Where I'm like, guys, we have one show a month. Like that's that's, but I, I need more. And then, but thank out. God, like other people, yeah. And thank God, other people ask me to sing for things, or they'll ask me to like do something. Because sometimes I just I get a little stir crazy, and the guys understand. Yeah. They're very sweet about it. But like, yeah, I think I'd be tearing out of my own skin if I didn't do this. Um, and I love it. I love it so much. I, I went to, I mean, I came to Chicago to, to do theater. Like that was my, like I went to school for theater. Um, I was going to be an actress, but I realized I wasn't going to be doing it on my terms. I'd be doing it on other people's terms. So when I got into this band, I found something that was mine and that I could make my own. And I think if, I think everybody needs that. Everybody needs something that they can call their own that, that makes them sane that makes them happy. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that, that sounds as good a place to end it as any. And I, I guess just uh, just remember, you know, never be quiet. Never. Words to live by. Never. Lindsay, thanks so much for uh, for hanging out with us uh, for Protonic, and uh, looking looking forward to seeing you soon. And uh, love what you do. Thank you so much. Yeah. Love you guys. Love you. Say uh, say hi to Ryan. Give him hugs. Will do. The double thanks to Ryan for uh, for being a very quiet and sweet driver. Yeah, I totally time. forgot you were driving. <laughs> Good on him. Give him some <laughs> give him some major driver points for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's getting all kinds of love after this. Yeah. All right, love oh, you guys. Ooh. <laughs> hey. hey, Roadhead. Awuga. All aboard. Awuga. All aboard. All aboard the Roadhead train. <laughs> Ryan's the only passenger. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> uh, all right I, 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 I lied that was the best way to end yeah. it all right <laughs> Lindsay, thanks, so much. <laughs> uh, t- thanks so much for being on the show and uh until next time thank you <laughs> bye guys bye oh my god amazing best sign off i've ever heard by any guest <laughs> ever <laughs> Wow. 101 episodes. I'm still getting surprised. Oh, we got a winner. <laughs> this is Cell Phones. 52% over.
then uh, 53%, that's the cell phones, that's on unprecedented DIY versus Donald Trump. Available at your local band camp, unintimidated, scottwalker.bandcamp.com. Go on and get it to help us fight our motherfucker of a government. Hey, it makes a great gift, Josh, let me tell you. Hey! And that fucking Donald Trump, too, that guy, fuck that guy, fuck hey, everything, not fucking a fan. fuck, Don't fuck like him. all this shit. <laughs> oh... Yeah. You want to talk about getting mad? I'm going to get mad. I'm mad. I'm getting mad. I'm mad. No, I'm not, not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing so good after that interview. That yeah, was so yeah, much yeah. Fun. I don't know why we immediately jumped into that. That's that's Because uh, it's the song. It's yeah, the, yeah. You know, yeah, it's yeah, there. It's, no, it's, we had a fucking, that was a great interview. Lindsay's so cool. Oh, she is. Man. I would totally want to be friends with her. I wasn't already friends with her. Right? Yeah. <laughs> After that interview, what? who wouldn't want to be? Yeah, exactly. Oh my god. Best like that is now the the <laughs> what's awesome is it was like a it was like a worlds within worlds ending. Yeah. So like 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 there was there was each one of us like oh that's a great that's a great outro no the thing that came after that actually like, was better, better outro. it just kept happening and uh, <laughs> yeah I gotta say that's probably the gold standard now so everyone yep. be prepared bring your A game see this is it 101's the reset 101's the reset it is new bar yes. <laughs> feel good feeling strong yeah feel feel good about doing the show I feel good about nothing before doing the show oh. and uh, I feel I feel pretty good now yeah this is, uh, it's, 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 life is okay. Stuff is all right. Oh, things are happening. Stuff is occurring. And uh, yeah, never be quiet. That's good. Never be quiet. That's never be quiet. Put it on a sticker. Put it on a sticker. Yeah. Put it on a bumper. Put it everywhere you can. <laughs> put, and don't ever fucking be quiet. Put it Put it down. Put it down pick it back up. Then put it down again. Because he decided <laughs> he didn't want to pick it up. I don't know why I picked it up in the first place. Toss it up in the air. Catch it. Exactly. <laughs> Press a friend hey. or an enemy or a complete stranger. I don't know. Do what you want, man. Just, yeah. <laughs> Man, uh, yeah. Uh, I didn't expect Tom Petty dying to affect me as much as it did. Yeah. And what's funny is, you know, I, I like Tom Petty. You know, I, you know, I listen to Tom Petty on occasion. Mm-hmm. But I don't think about Tom Petty. He's not a front of brain artist for me necessarily. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I, try, I tried to put something. I uh, wrote, wrote something about this, like when I had like a some some spare time. Mm-hmm. I feel like I did like I articulated about half of, of what I was trying to say with it, but it was sort of one of those things where talking earlier uh, about the conceit of having the artist that like when does an artist reach a point mm. that you're just like I think that artist is great even if I'm not so into like this record or yeah. that record or whatever, but you're just like that artist is great and I have no problem going you know and saying that absolutely. Uh, Tom Petty's a great example of that. I think mm-hmm. Tom Petty's mm-hmm. awesome, and there's a bunch of Tom Petty stuff. I'm like, man, I don't want to listen to that. No, it's see, not terrible. None of it's bad but like some of it's like i don't, I, I don't need that i don't need that right now well i see that's the thing like i when it came around like i generally speaking like i'm not a particularly huge fan of his music like i don't listen to his records a lot you don't that, need to they're everywhere exactly I mean, it's part that's of the first, unique yeah. american experience did i just steal your thing no that's okay. no but like you're that you're right that is part of it like i don't have to do it's you, there do, do you eat pizza or go to target because like exactly I mean, the, the pizza place and, and and at the target and different songs from different epochs of tom perry yeah exactly but that didn't do anything to diminish my respect of him i always knew right. that he was like his songwriting and his just his general ethic had my respect always did and so that definitely was you know part of the effect it's just like he always 
put forward, you could always kind of tell, like, he was doing what he wanted to do. And that Bogdanovich documentary, which a lot of people are like, four hours? I don't want to watch four hours. It's it's fantastic. <laughs> I and really want to watch four hours. I just don't have time to watch four hours well, all the time. <laughs> and the, what makes it so great is, like, it wouldn't be as good of a documentary if it wasn't so long, because it's taking you back and seeing the through line of, like, where yeah. he came from and, and how everything happened. It actually, it wouldn't, I don't think it would work the same way any other way. Okay. And that's something I don't say a lot. I'm actually a big fan of like when in doubt, cut it out. That's mm-hmm. a saying of mine. <laughs> it arrives, but it's nice. Uh, but it, it it's it's kind of led me to thinking about him in a way that is is beyond just yeah, you know, Tom Petty's cool. You know, I like these records. Like those songs are good. I mm-hmm. respect him as an artist. I respect he's always you know doing what he wants to do and following his his thing that. Like it actually affected me. I think so much in the same way that, like, like when David Bowie passed, like I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. That's and of course he's a fucking human being. I would love anybody could you know figure out a way to get around it and be David Bowie somehow. <laughs> <laughs> like I almost expected until, until the last episode of Twin Peaks. Like somehow uh, it was gonna happen. He was. Yeah, gonna I was like, like he's gonna be. He's just... gonna f- be the fucking fucking. I would not even yeah. be surprised. I'd be like, yep. <laughs> He sure did. <laughs> uh, but with Tom Petty, like, I, I think it was something where even if it isn't like, it's kind of like a game respect game thing. You know what I mean? Where, where like, even if you're not into all of the art, he was so comfortable in himself and his voice as an artist. Yeah. That it's one of those things where it's like, oh, it sucks that we lost someone that was successful at doing that. Yes. Yeah. I can agree you know what I mean? Sure. Where it, it's not even just like, the art it's like no like he was a great artist and like you don't have to like all the art to appreciate that was a great artist absolutely and you know 66 god damn it that Uh, sucks man it's awful i mean that's just you don't you don't that's never good i mean it's just it's just (sighs) so yeah i've had i've had a lot of thoughts about that you know and and you know it's something where well, like I said, I'm flat out asking the fucking question these days. But like, you know, yeah. find, finding out like why people do what they do, like what drives them, you know, mm-hmm. what, what what inspires them, and that documentary is great. I like. I actually probably going to rewatch it again yeah. at some point, like actually, relatively soon. I read um, Warren Staines did that dead book on him. Oh, that's recently. right. That's pretty yeah. recent. And I appreciate it. And I think I think I have this right. This might be apocryphal. I might have this wrong. But I'm pretty sure that he it was unauthorized, but he participated in it, and he <laughs> wanted it to be unauthorized. So that Warren Zanes could tell the whole story. Oh, interesting. Like, that's the kind of guy that Tom Petty is to me. The unauthorized biography. It's unauthorized, but I'll talk to you yeah. about anything you want. <laughs> mm. it's like, you don't want to have to approve it. Like, that's really fucking cool. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. That's, yeah. uh, I, I, like, it's, <laughs> well, not so just, I mean, there's a lot of things to love i mean if he's because you know he still was a cornball dude like a lot of the times and like obviously (laughs) the dude likes smoking pot and like he had you know just not a not an attractive man at all not that it should make a slightest bit of difference no it's no like one of those things where it's like that's so awesome that he just he found his thing he found his thing and he was fucking goddamn good at it yeah and like he brought along his buddies to do it with him and it was you know with, with I mean, most yeah, there's a couple asterisks there which are in the documentary, but yeah. like, but most it's mostly the like same dudes for the entire fucking lifelong man. friends, yeah. yeah. And like, how fucking cool, you know? Like, and it's I like seeing examples that are not just the, um, you know, your Hollywood by numbers sort of situation, even where, or music industry by numbers, I should say. Sorry, yeah. 
uh, e- even when, yeah, even when there's some cheese ball stuff, like I think Tom Petty is a, is a, is a great loss, and, and it's uh, mm. it made me sad in a way that I didn't expect to be sad. Yeah. For, uh, which is the opposite of the reaction I had seeing Rick Nielsen from Cheap Trick wearing the exact same show shirts <laughs> that uh, I, I I wore for six seven years. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> Which we were just watching, like we were flipping channels, and like it's one of these, one of these. There's a million fucking stations out there. And it's one of these stations that's always playing the live concerts, and we're like, oh, oh right, shit, yeah, cheap yeah. trick, sweet, cool. and Red Rocks. Right, I don't watch, I watch that. Absolutely. Yeah. And he comes out for the encore for uh, for surrender, and he's sure enough, he's wearing the fucking <laughs> cowboy shirt with the with the Adams. I'm like, and Lindsay, and Lindsay's the one who pointed out. She's like, oh my god, look. I'm like, why? <laughs> what? <laughs> Which crazy. That was a that was a that was a weird. Moment for me, not that like it had anything to do with me. I'm, I'm sure like he just you know like saw it on a fucking website Stumped or somebody like a something. manager yeah. found it or this and that. But uh, looks pretty cool. cool. I'm like saying cool. <laughs> somebody uh, was it was it Mike White? I think said something like. Uh, yeah, I can find it. It's right here. Oh, yeah. actually, uh, Mike Mike White said, uh, "Kona Neutron, the year twenty thirty seven. And I said, "Totally okay with that." Toast fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It sounds okay. Yeah, sounds like an okay thing to be Rick Nielsen living in Rockford with all the guitars in the world. Have you been to the museum? No, the guitar, I need to. The, 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 I, I I I was I was telling Lindsay about it. Yeah. Uh, uh, not Lindsay Charles. I was telling my Lindsay about it, and I'm totally down to go. Like, if you want to, if you want to make a trip. Yeah, we gotta figure. Let's figure out. Maybe do a remote there. Maybe do a remote and have cheap trick on it. Yeah, let's talk. That's that's what we do. uh, Let's uh, let's schmooze a little bit. We'll we'll do do the thing. It'll be it'll be a whole scenario. Ooh, Uh, I'm I'm liking this. I'm gonna I'm gonna grill him about that uh, that uh, in color re-recording. Oh yeah, that's that's a total that's a total protonic. It's so good. Topic. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I thought I had to burp so bad, and then nope. I was like, nope, guess nope. I don't. All right. All right. Episode 101. That's 101, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's the realist. Putting the realist. Putting it down. Oh, man. Yeah, so there you go. That's your Protonic Versal episode 101. Oh, I'd like to thank Lindsay Charles of the amazing cell phone. Find out more about the cell phones. You can find them this thing called the internet oh well that's that's it's a little bit difficult because they named their band the fucking cell phones yeah so you got you want to look for cell phones band yes for instance if you went to cell phones you would find a treasure trove of musicalia musicalia that's not important to listen to it's also i mean look at look at the just go 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 and look at the cover for now it's it tells you so much it, about it, the band. It tells you everything you need to know. Big fan. Fantastic fan. Uh, we'd like to thank you for being on the show. Uh, go see him live if, you, if ever you can. Don't miss out on the cell phones. Who do we got next week, Josh? Oh, we've got Foxface. We do. Yeah. Milwaukee local heroes, Foxface, who are putting up their new record on Dirt Nap. Yes. So in excited. studio. In studio. Better, They're gonna be here. Better clean up. <laughs> <laughs> I've got uh, lots of other good stuff too. We got work coming up. Uh, not actual work, but the band work. Band work. Uh, there's another stuff. I don't remember what it was. I don't know stuff. Doesn't figure it out. RadioNeutron.com for the archives. Ionize the air. Uh, this show airs Thursday, 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. On RadioNope.com, RadioNope.com. This microphone 
Live listeners, coming up next. We have uh, Music On with Music Off. One of my favorite shows, one of my favorite Can you hear me now? Out on you can, Route you can 128, dark right and lonely. Catch you later. Got my radio on. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? to my top 10. I'd like to thank our sponsor. But we haven't got a sponsor. Not if you were the last man on earth. She was prepared to prove it. This one goes out to a special girl. There is no special girl! It's the, it's the end of radio. The last announcer plays the last record. The last what? Leaves the transmitter. Circles the globe in search of a listener. Can you hear me now?
Radio. As we come to the close of our broadcast day, got my radio. Thank you.